Welcome to my channel where we talk about all things spiritual, the law of attraction, tarot, and psychic development, and energy healing. Hello, my lovely people of Earth. As you are on an awakening journey, if you're on a spiritual awakening journey, you may experience some physical symptoms in your actual body as you're going through this process. I used to think a long time ago that this was kind of bold, but then I started experiencing some pretty crazy things in my body, in my life. All of these things started happening that were really unexplainable, and I didn't have anyone to guide me through it. I was reaching out to anyone I could find, and everyone was really nice, but I really wish I would have had something to guide me and that's why I'm making this video. There are of course a lot of videos about this but I figured I would talk about the physical symptoms that I have experienced just to give you an idea of what I did to kind of tame them or deal with them or just come to terms with this is the way that it is for a little while. The first thing that I really noticed when I was going through my awakening was kriyas, what is called spontaneous kriyas. And this is movements of the body while you're meditating. So what would happen for me is I would just notice that my head was moving back and forth, my whole body wanted to rock, and the further and deeper I got into meditation, the more that this happened. I won't pretend to know what this is, but it's very interesting and very pleasant when it happens. So if you notice that your head starts moving or your hands start raising up or your body wants to dance, just go with it. It's all good. I believe that it's the nervous system rewiring itself. And I've also heard that it is the nadis or the energy circuits in the body system in the energy system, I'm sorry, kind of untangling themselves. Whatever it is, there's a purpose for it, and I just would go with it. I noticed that my sleep patterns changed a little bit. I started waking up really, really early in the morning, like 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning, and sometimes I could get back to sleep, but other times I was just awake and the energy was running through my body, which we're gonna talk about in a minute. But if you notice that you have sleep changes, just different patterns in your sleep, especially if you're waking up between the hours of 3 and 5 a.m., that is definitely a sign that you are shifting spiritually. Yes, another thing that I experienced a lot and still experience is this sensation of tingling on the skin and especially on my face and my scalp. It was really disconcerting at first. I thought maybe I had some nerve damage or something was going on. Some of it was actually really uncomfortable, but it turns out that it's just prana. It's just energy running through the system. It's your nervous system being rewired. All kinds of things are going on. And once again, it's really the best thing to do is to just surrender to it. Just allow it to happen in your body. Know that it's all for your highest good. Breathe and continue on with your spiritual practice. Although if it's really uncomfortable for you, it's a great idea to slow down. Maybe don't meditate quite as much. The bug 
crawling on my scalp sensation or sometimes it kind of felt like worms or snakes slithering down the side of my face. Those sensations were actually for me kind of pleasant, almost like tickling. It felt like somebody was actually touching the outside of my skin and it just felt warm and nice. But like I said, if these symptoms are uncomfortable for you, it's really best to just slow down your spiritual practice. Another thing that I did when I was uncomfortable a couple of times is I just laid down and instead of trying to direct the Kundalini energy, I would just play music and let the energy move through my body and do whatever it needed to do. So that seemed to help a lot as well. These sensations of bugs crawling or tingling, if they are at the crown of the head, this is a symptom of crown chakra opening, so no need to be concerned. Actually, it's kind of a cause for a celebration because this is the goal of meditation, so be happy. This I experienced a ton. Sudden waves of emotion or extremes of emotions really feeling like I was so angry or so happy or really sad and I didn't know why. Sometimes there was absolutely no reason whatsoever for me to feel these things but they came up and I feel like it was just in order for them to be cleansed, in order for them to be released and then they were and I could kind of move on but I I remember a few times specifically getting really angry and I didn't even have a reason and I had no way of getting it out. I didn't know how to get it out so I was angry for like a full day. I remembered it was very uncomfortable and it's because I don't tend to express anger. That is an emotion that I've been taught that it just is not okay for me to feel. So when anger comes up, when it used to come up, I used to squish it down. Now if it comes up, I have ways that I release it, but any emotion that comes up that feels sort of out of place or really, really intense, just feel it fully. That is the best way to deal with these. Ah yes, changes in your weight or in your body, in your muscle tone. I noticed that I actually lost quite a bit of weight because my dietary desires changed. I suddenly wanted to eat raw vegan and it wasn't coming from a place of like wanting to be super healthy or super conscious about the animals. It was just a, an organic process. I didn't intend for it to happen. I just ended up there where I was eating mostly fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds and that was pretty much it. And occasionally I'd have like goat cheese but I was very very into raw fruits and vegetables and I lost quite a bit of weight and it was just an interesting process because it also, I feel like it allowed the energy to move freely however it wanted to in my body. So Whatever it feels like in your body is necessary for you to eat while you're undergoing this process of awakening, just be mindful. You know, I don't know if there's ever a desire or need for your body to have soda or candy, but maybe it's true that for you, meat grounds you. And if you're feeling really pulled toward that, don't judge it, just eat intuitively. That would really be my suggestion during this awakening process. There is a saying, and I can't remember who said it. I wish I could because I'd love to give credit, but if you don't feed 
the kundalini energy, it will eat you. Meaning it needs to be fed. It's an energy that is moving throughout your body and it's requiring a lot of energy from you as it heals you, as it empowers you and works through your body. You need to feed it. So make sure that you're eating enough and go with the changes. If it feels right to fast, then do that. Whatever feels right, flow with that. Something that happened to me that was really crazy and uncomfortable and I've heard that it happens to people occasionally. I actually got pretty severe rashes on my face and on my wrists especially and this can happen as you're awakening Kundalini. It just is a way that your body is processing the purification that's taking place. All of these toxins are coming out because that's really what a Kundalini awakening is, is it's energy moving through your body and you're going through a deep deep purifying process so just relax I know that it's tough when I got these rashes oh my goodness one time I actually ended up in the hospital it was so bad because it just covered my entire body and I looked like the marshmallow man it was awful but I promise you it is something that will go away with time and as you work with this energy those symptoms will subside Something wonderful that I noticed when I first started going through the Kundalini process, and even now occasionally, is a brightening of colors and a sharpening of sounds, and suddenly I could really taste food. It seemed like everything was heightened, like I was alive for the first time, like a newborn baby or something, and I was just totally in love with the senses and sense pleasure almost. So I remember one time in particular I had a fast for I think three days and I came out of one meditation in particular and I was just laughing and I was feeling so incredibly blissful and I took my daughter for a drive and I was looking around just at the green trees and they felt so beautiful like I had never seen a tree before. I mean it was really like I could see all the different shades of greens, like millions of different shades. So you may experience colors in a different way, sounds in a different way. It's pretty remarkable. It's also been the case for a few people that I know that they have ringing in their ears and sometimes even blurry vision. This is, once again, all a part of the purifying process. And I had a friend once tell me that the ringing in the ears is actually divine messages. I don't know if that's true. I don't have a way of proving it, but I know that actually ringing in the ears is something that does happen to me. Something interesting that can happen during a Kundalini awakening is sudden rushes of intense energy that you just have to get out of your body. Like suddenly you want to run, suddenly you want to dance for an hour and you just turn on the music and you're dancing and you're sweating and just these ups and downs of physical energy. And it might happen the next day that you're completely exhausted and all you wanna do is sleep. So if you're experiencing extreme ups and downs of energy, that is a sign of an awakening that's going on in your body.
Of course, this only makes sense to feel deeply spiritual and to want to engage in spiritual practice all the time. For me, this looked like constant prayer, constant wanting to be in meditation. I was meditating about eight hours a day and for the other eight hours I was praying and doing all kinds of different visualizations. And I mean, I was spending all of my free time in some kind of spiritual practice. Maybe it wasn't 16 hours a day, but it was, it was a lot. It was the vast majority of my day. So you may notice that you become completely obsessed with spiritual practice, but you may also notice an actual aversion to spiritual practice. What can sometimes happen when people are really experiencing a huge rush of kundalini energy is the body knows that it's time to slow down. So it actually kind of makes you feel like you don't want to engage in prayer or meditation so that that energy can integrate itself into your body. Just flow with it. Just like all these symptoms, just flow with it. Don't shame yourself if you don't feel like meditating for like a week and that really feels right. I mean, not out of laziness, but if it really feels right, right and true for you, then don't do it. There is this thing that happens to me with heat and cold sensations that run throughout my body. It almost feels like suddenly somebody is pushing cold water through my veins or the opposite. I'll feel suddenly oof, like a wicked hot flash and it just comes out of nowhere sometimes even when I'm not meditating, but it most often happens while I am meditating. And this is just a lot of energy rushing through your body. Whether it's cold or hot, it, they both mean the same thing. They both mean large surges of energy running through your body. Just go with it. Just put on an extra sweater or something or wear layers so you can take clothes off, whatever it is, however you can deal with the changes in temperature, it does pass. It does pass. Something that happened to me a lot and actually still continues to happen is this sensation of tingling and sometimes even burning up and down my spine. The spine is actually where the kundalini energy runs up and down, all the nerves in the spine. And that is the place where you will feel a lot of sensation and a lot of energy moving, especially if you've become really dedicated to a spiritual practice and this energy has already started moving, you'll notice it more and more. And for me, it hasn't gone away. It's been years now. I remember when it first started, I was like, what is going on? I would be lying in bed and I would actually feel like my whole spine was moving back and forth like a snake, which is very, very Kundalini. But then I noticed over time, it started to subside and become less intense and less obvious, but if I put my attention on my spine right now, I can feel the energy moving. I can feel that tingling sensation. You may even experience numbness. If you notice that you feel completely numb along your spine or on your face or scalp, 
that can be a medical problem that's pretty serious so you might want to have it checked out. I'm not claiming that everything is Kundalini but it could also just be prana, just a lot of energy flow and your nervous system responding to that. So that is a sign of Kundalini energy moving and I did have that as well. I actually used to get paralyzed from this energy moving so intensely through my body. So these things, these kinds of things really they can be very serious medical issues so if you're experiencing them please go to a doctor. I don't take any responsibility for giving medical advice at all but for me I used to actually like be moving and I'd be going to take a bite of something and I'd get stuck. I'd actually be paralyzed for a moment because the prana was moving so strongly throughout my body. I went to all kinds of doctors thinking maybe it was MS or some kind of nerve problem and everything was ruled out and now I'm fine. So it did pass but it was something that was actually really troublesome for a time. So one of the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful symptoms that a lot of Kundalini yoga practitioners and people who are very spiritual and very dedicated to spiritual practice notice is they look younger. They look younger, they may even reverse and they may even reverse their aging. They may have radiant skin and sometimes people's gray hair actually goes away. This is a real thing. This is a real thing that happens. And I couldn't tell you why except for that I do believe that the Kundalini practices and the spiritual awakening practices kind of upgrade the DNA so I get the sense that that process also reverses aging. something that pretty much every single person who has kundalini awakening symptoms or kundalini awakening processes going on in their life they all have this happen and that is events that are huge that alter your life forever the death of a loved one a car accident losing the love of your life just walks out on you or some kind of near-death experience. These huge, huge life-altering events are very, very common for people who are awakening. And it's something that is part of the awakening process. It's meant to shake you awake and help shift your worldview and bring you to new, higher states of consciousness. And I know if it's something tragic, of course, it's extremely difficult to deal with. And any way that you feel is working for you, that you can deal with that is, is great. That's beyond the scope of this video. But I really do feel like that is something that if it hasn't happened to you while you're going through this awakening process, it probably will. Vivid dreams. So this is something that continues to happen to me to this day. I have extremely vivid dreams, especially when my third eye is very active, which I can always tell when it is because I get a lot of sensation around my head and in between my eyebrows. I get a lot of tingling here and maybe even pain, but 
if that starts to happen, my dreams become really, really vivid and sometimes even lucid. And if this is going on for you, notice the themes of your dreams. Ask your dreams for guidance and advice because they are there to help you. This is a hugely powerful time where the subconscious mind is really, really active and it can inform you all kinds of things that you wouldn't be consciously aware of. So use it. Something wonderful and troublesome and life-disrupting that happened to me and I see it happening to a lot of people who are undergoing this awakening process is they just cannot tolerate their life anymore. Suddenly they can't tolerate the job they've been in for 20 years. They don't want to be married to the person they're married to anymore. They just want a divorce immediately. They don't want the same friends. They suddenly can't pick up a cigarette and they've been smoking for 30 years, all of these big changes that were really just part of their lives before, like they just feel completely unable to tolerate any negative patterns, any toxic relationships. It's almost like the kundalini energy that's been purifying their body then enters the outside world and starts purifying their lives as well. So you may find that all of a sudden you want to get rid of everything. You just don't even want any possessions anymore. You might notice that it's impossible for you to be around certain people. Suddenly you quit your job and it's all very spontaneous. It just feels like you cannot tolerate it for another day. And that's all part of this awakening process too. And just follow it. Just follow that guidance. Just go with it. It's guiding you. So emotional and mental confusion is a big part of the cleansing process as well. The kriyas, the spontaneous kriyas that I was talking about earlier that move your body, they also move your emotions around and your mental thoughts too. And as this kind of movement is happening, stuff from the past gets brought up, all of a sudden all these emotions get brought up that you didn't even know that you were feeling and it just feels like a big mess. And then it's purged and cleansed and then you feel clearer than ever, but while you're going through it, it can be annoying and just know that this too passes and as much as you can write down reminders or just know that it's part of this process. A big thing that happened to me during my awakening and continues to happen now is I just don't really have much interest in social activities. There's like no desire whatsoever in me to go out and party, to meet up with a bunch of friends. I might enjoy like spending time one-on-one -on -one with a friend or getting together with my family, but I really... I'm kind of withdrawn from the world and I like it that way. I'm very introspective. I really just, I like being alone. I like being alone a lot. And this is something that comes with that spiritual awakening. And it's wonderful actually. Again, just go with it. Spend as much time as you can alone. It's guiding you. Altered perceptions of time interesting stuff. It may seem like during meditation or even not, even in your ordinary everyday life, it may seem like 
hours and hours have passed and it's only been a few minutes or it may seem like only a few minutes have passed and actually hours have passed. Maybe it seems like weeks ago that you saw your best friend and she tells you that was only two days ago. Time starts to kind of morph and become something different. It almost becomes something very malleable and something that isn't real. So I don't really know what to tell you about what to do about this except for just to roll with it. Just know that it's part of the process. I feel like that is kind of the theme of all of these symptoms and signs. Just go with it. Huge bursts of creativity. I love this one. This happened to me. I couldn't even get anything out fast enough. I just needed to paint. I needed to write. I needed to draw. I needed to sing. All this stuff. And it was like it couldn't come out of my body fast enough. It was huge downloads of creativity and huge spurts of wanting to create. And then it passed. And now I receive these downloads and sort of bursts in creativity, but they're, they're more manageable. They're not so manic. So it will happen. It may feel like you don't want to go to sleep for hours and hours, like you just want to stay up all night doing your thing. And that is okay. That's part of the process. But, you know, obviously use common sense and get some sleep. But it really is a beautiful gift of the Kundalini to be that creative. Something interesting that started happening to me and that I hear a lot from the spiritual community is that teachers and books and CDs and courses and all of this stuff appears exactly when you need it. Like when you need the instructions, suddenly it's there and you know exactly what to do. You know who to talk to, the perfect song plays at the perfect time, your friend connects you with a perfect yoga teacher. All of these people start coming into your life to guide you along this path and then just as quickly as they come in, they go out. So just be aware of that too. These teachers come in and they're meant to help you for a time and then they move out of your life and then you find new teachers. So it is all perfect on the path. Don't cling. If it feels like it's time to move on, just move on to the next teacher. Let yourself grow. Let yourself grow. So here's the kind of creepy crazy stuff that causes people to not even want to talk about Kundalini and maybe to feel like it's woo-woo and, and too much, too new age. And that is the invisible higher dimensional beings or sometimes I guess even lower dimensional beings, although I have zero experience with that. I've only experienced the higher dimensional beings. But uh, if you would have asked me even a year ago about this, I would have thought that it was kind of, not ridiculous, but just um, something that was beyond the realm of anything that I would ever experience in my life. Like, I'm never going to feel or see or be with these beings. And then mm, I experienced some things and my mind was definitely blown. And now I am very open to the idea that there are beings from other dimensions who can come down and visit you and, or come in or however you want to look at it. And they can heal you. They can work with you. They can give you different messages. They may come in dreams or meditations, or maybe just as you're falling asleep or whatever, but they can enter your life and kind of guide you. And I have felt their presence and I know maybe it makes me a little crazy, but I've received 
even guidance from these beings in the form of like some kind of unknown download and it's pretty wild when this happens and if it happens to you don't panic this is part of the process as well you're reaching higher dimensions of consciousness you're vibrating in a different in a different way so you're bound to experience different dimensions and different beings so yeah it's exciting stuff let it be exciting You may experience mm, visions and different thing, different signs in your life, but for me, I experienced a lot of visions and I continue to experience visions during meditation, but sometimes even not during meditation. Sometimes when I'm giving readings or just talking with somebody, I'll just get a vision that pops into my head. This is actually pretty common that this new sense develops in people while they're awakening. And really, it's nothing to be alarmed by. It's something to be thankful for, but also something that you shouldn't feel is the point of this. Like, it is not the point of awakening Kundalini to get to these spiritual senses. It's wonderful and it's useful, but it's not, it's something that, you know, you want to continue to meditate during these times. It's not the destination. So, divisions are wonderful. Be aware, though, that sometimes what can come up are actual delusions. So just take it all with a grain of salt. If you're experiencing visions, be aware that there's another side and it can be a little delusional. So just kind of wade through it and you'll know. You'll know if it's an actual vision or if it is something that's less than that, that's lower vibrational than that. So as you open your third eye, you will have visions. This is something that comes to so many people. So don't be shocked. It's all part of the process and it's awesome. Increased desire to tell your truth, to live your truth, to live in integrity, to be completely honest and transparent with others, that is something that I still notice in my life. It's essential for me to tell the truth. It's essential for me to live my truth and definitely essential for me to be very transparent with other people. And that was not always the case. I was actually, I wasn't like a chronic liar or anything, but I was someone who I felt uncomfortable telling the complete truth because I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings so I kind of skipped around and told half-truths and really it was detrimental for me but I didn't know it at the time I was just trying to avoid hurting people's feelings now I live in a very different way I definitely am much more transparent much more honest I'm I have much more integrity and it's just where I want to be in my life so this is something that's part of this process it's very soul-based A fun and wonderful thing that can happen during Kundalini awakening is machinery, electronics, things break when you're around. And this I thought was like hokey and weird until it started happening to me. And I swear that even still when I get emotionally hyped up or I have a lot of energy in me, a lot of prana moving around and I can feel it, stuff just won't work around me and I 
think it's just the frequency that I'm on when those things malfunction. And you may notice this, and it's a sign of great growth and definitely a sign of vibrating at a higher frequency. So be happy about that and just have patience with the electronics in your life. They don't mean to malfunction. It's not their fault. It's actually, if anybody's to blame, it's really your fault and you should apologize. increased synchronicities and miracles happening in your life. This blew my mind, totally blew my mind. When I started noticing all the ways that everything in my life was lining up so perfectly and how in flow I was, I was totally blown away. I mean, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like my whole life became so easy and just the right people showed up at just the right time and I would want to go to this restaurant and usually you can't get parking and as I was pulling up somebody would pull out of a parking spot right in front of the restaurant. Those kinds of things happened throughout my entire life in every area of my life. It was wild for a long time and actually it continues to happen. It's just that now I have to actually actively appreciate it and notice it because it's just become kind of how my life is. And my attitude now, like when something perfect happens and other people are like, holy, wow, that's crazy. I'm like, mm, of course. Of course that happens, like those kinds of things happen in my life. That's how my life unfolds. An interesting phenomenon that I noticed during my awakening process was this knowing truth and seeing truth and my perception really, really shifted. It was pretty wild. So I would just suddenly see people very, very differently. Um, people who I felt were, you know, one way in my life, like they were really in love with their life, they seemed to have their act together, and they seemed really responsible, suddenly I noticed that actually they're not responsible at all, actually they're not happy at all, and I would just know these things, I would see the truth behind the mask that they were wearing, and even their physical appearance changed. I remember with one particular person, I really thought this person was like larger than life, and I kind of looked up to him, and then I saw him, and I was like, oh my god, he looks so small. Why does he look so small, and kind of like, who is it, Schmeagol, is that the guy's name, from, um from uh, Lord of the Rings, like that sort of shriveled up, pathetic looking guy. That's what he reminded me of, like really just emaciated almost. And he never looked like that to me before. So if people's physical appearances start changing before your eyes and like you just know things that you didn't notice before, that's all a part of third eye awakening and really knowing the truth. A sense of oneness, joy, and bliss that goes beyond any words that you can speak. Really, truly deep, deep feelings of like this pleasurable oneness. It's hard to even put into words, but it's like you're flowing in river with spirit. It's beautiful and it really comes in surges for me. Suddenly I'll just feel totally blissful. And when this happens, go with it because honestly it changes pretty quickly. Even when you are 
awakening you only experience this bliss in spurts so appreciate it while it's there and just know that it's just a sign that you're in flow and you're in awakening what i have noticed in my own life is that it becomes more frequent and longer so i experience bliss much more often now and for longer periods of time so at this rate it's only a period of time before i'm just blissful 90% of the time or all of the time but that is actually really truly what it feels like it's like you get into this deep place of happiness that goes beyond any outside circumstances you just really feel happy without reason and this is beautiful and it happens more and more as you continue your awakening process but sometimes you have to go through some dark stuff first so be aware of that it may come in spurts at first and sort of in between you may have some shadowy dark times so that can happen as well one of my favorite things that has come out of the kundalini awakening that i've been undergoing i guess is this feeling of being on my purpose i never knew what my purpose was before i was always trying to figure it out and trying to find it and now I just feel like I'm living it and it's so so clear to me and it really wasn't before so knowing my purpose living my purpose being my purpose really feels just who I am now and it never felt that way before and I hear that a lot like people who are undergoing this spiritual awakening suddenly it's like they're following a calling it's so beautiful feeling close to animals and plants and maybe even feeling like you can talk to animals and plants this was huge for me I remember driving to my fiance's house and suddenly realizing that I could talk to trees and it didn't happen in a way that was like gentle or you know I, I didn't ease into it it was sudden suddenly it was like the trees were talking to me and I was like wow if I didn't know what was going on right now, I might check myself into a mental institution. Like, it was very, very crazy. The trees were telling me that they were afraid because they were close to the to the road. So I, I really felt that they were scared, and it was actually overwhelming. And these gifts, these things that you experience, they kind of come and go out of your life, and then they may, like come for a longer period of time or maybe they'll be permanent but it really depends i know for me the intuition and psychic skills that i have now have been really sharpened by this awakening process and that has not gone away that's only gotten stronger but being able to talk to trees is not a gift that stayed it's just something that i experienced for a short period of time something that also happened to me was i saw auras around people and i could see the way that they were energetically interacting with other people and with their environments and if this happens to you it's another one of those gifts also you may see people's true faces like i was talking about before suddenly their physical appearance may change this is wild when this happens i mean it really looks like they're a different person you know who they are it's not like they're unrecognizable but it's like wow they don't look like themselves at all like i never noticed how small they are or how big they are or whatever it is it just it really changes the way they look it's like you're seeing the true them
Manifestation happens so much more quickly when you are awakening and when you're awakened it just happens almost instantly. It's like you barely even think the thought and the thing comes to you. It becomes really really easy to manifest things and to kind of live in that state of flow where things that you need just come to you. So the law of attraction on steroids and and actually the crazy thing is as you go through this awakening process you start to care less and less about the things you own, about getting the perfect relationship, the perfect job. It's almost like those things matter less and less and they come into your life easily. So you might have the passing thought of, it would be really cool to live near the water and then the perfect opportunity to live near the water just pops up out of nowhere. That's kind of how life becomes when you are going through the awakening process. Dizziness. Dizziness and feelings of dissociation and floating and just weird sensations can happen quite a bit when you're undergoing this process. Sometimes it feels like the whole room is spinning. This is all normal. It's all energy moving around. Of course, if it becomes a problem, please go see a doctor. But something that used to happen to me was I would feel like champagne bubbles were like actually at the base of my spine and almost making me float. So I would feel a lot of sensations of like floating, I would meditate and I would feel like I was flying. Really wild stuff starts to happen through this process and you will feel dizzy, you'll feel swirling above your head. You may feel whole chakras moving your whole body like you're wobbling. Pretty wild stuff and it's awesome and it's all very, very normal. Falling, um, breaking bones, having accidents, those kinds of things can happen. And if that is happening to you, it usually means that you are not grounding enough. So spend some time focusing on your root chakra and get outside. Get outside more, maybe see if you can take your shoes off and get your bare feet on the earth. Do something to ground yourself. heart palpitations. This happens to me still all the time and it's really all about heart opening stuff going on and if you notice a lot of it, again go to the doctor, but it can also mean just that your heart chakra is opening and it's actually a beautiful, beautiful sign that you're starting to get this energy flowing and this is such an important center for relationships and for allowing yourself to receive and allowing yourself to feel joy. So get centered in this heart chakra. It's so, so beautiful. Two things can happen, two very different things. You can either feel really, really driven to find like a twin flame or a soulmate in your life. You can feel really, really desiring your other half or you may not be interested in relationships at all. The same thing can happen for sexual desire. You may feel totally on fire and like you just want to have sex all the time or you might not want to have sex at all. These things shift and change. I know for me actually something that happened was I just didn't want a relationship at all and I ended up actually like breaking up with my fiance and then getting back together when I became sane again or not sane when I became I guess um, more grounded again and I went through that phase so I won't say sane because that's an insult to the kundalini energy but it does sometimes actually make you feel like you are going insane and that is something that's worth mentioning right now because we're bringing it up 
I have known so many people who have gone through this process and they question their sanity. Know that you're not crazy. This is just what the awakening process looks like. You may have been fooled into believing that it's like ascending up to heaven and suddenly everything's going to be okay, but what it actually really looks like is you get dragged through some hell sometimes in order to purify things and to bring up and detox stuff and then you get to go to those blissful states. But there's a lot of stuff that happens that can make you feel a little crazy and if you're really feeling edgy in that way then go talk to a therapist but it's probably just that you are ascending and it's kind of normal it's something that a lot of people go through Memories may surface of past lives or even childhood memories, maybe even when you were like two years older. Sometimes even people will have memories of being born, like some very, very old past memories that maybe even seem impossible to remember, but stuff comes up and you'll know it, you'll feel it. This is a memory. This is because these energies are buried in your body and when this energy starts moving of the Kundalini, it releases these memories. This list of Kundalini awakening symptoms is by no means complete and if you are experiencing something that hasn't been listed, it's very possible that it's a Kundalini awakening symptom, but it could also be a medical condition. So make sure you are checking in with a doctor if it feels like that's the right thing to do. If you want to talk about your awakening process, you can email me. It's in the description below. I also offer all kinds of courses that can be helpful for you on this journey. I offer an energy clearing, healing, and aligning course. I offer an awakening course, a psychic development course, and even a tarot course if you just want to learn tarot for fun. They are wonderful courses that are self-paced and we do have meetings on Zoom and we have a private Facebook group and they're lots of fun and you can really learn so, so much and it's super helpful to keep your chakras clear and clean, especially during this awakening process. So check out the courses. I also have meditation retreats that are really intense experiences and can help you to actually initiate that spiritual awakening process. All right, guys, I will see you in the next video. Like, comment, share, and subscribe if you haven't already. Bye.